The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. So what's wrong with Josh Allen? I mean, the guy started the other day against the Vikings, and it didn't look like the guy had an elbow problem in that game against Minnesota, but the Bills did choke on a 17-point lead in Orchard Park and lost their second straight game. The Dolphins, though, were kicking the Browns' ass. They occupy first place in the AFC East, and they have a head-to-head win against the Bills already stashed. So do the Jets. They have the same record as Buffalo, but they got the head-to-head win against the Bills at Snoopy. And you got the Pats. They're one game back. The only fourth-place team in the league with a winning record. So the AFC East has become a hot commodity. It's fun to watch what's happening. The Dolphins' offense is lit. Mike McDaniel's got motion going everywhere, and they're scoring. You got Cheetah, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell doing his thing, and Tua has been absolutely brilliant. Bottom line, that's all there is to it. So what's with Allen throwing all these end zone picks? It's unbelievable when you think about it. Everyone's darling to win the Super Bowl. Everyone's favorite to win the Super Bowl. They're going to run away with it. They're going to have the AFC title game in Buffalo. Automatic. What happened to all that? The Jets have a roster that have woken people up. That's for sure. They got a bunch of talent and players that absolutely ball out. And if you ask me, the Pats just play ball. They just go out and do what they have to do to win. When you think of Tua, you think of all of his problems with the concussion and everything, and everybody thought he was shot, but he's gotten through that, and now the Dolphins are 7-3, and three, the second-best record in the AFC behind the Kansas City Chiefs. Tua was 25 for 32 with three TDs and no picks in their blowout win over Cleveland 39-17 to 17 last Sunday. He hasn't thrown an interception since September. And he entered the week with the league's best 80.1 QBR. The Finns are 7-1 and one this year in games that he has started. The one they lost was the game he couldn't finish because he had a concussion. Since he came back from the concussions, Tua has completed 72% of his passes, 10 TDs in four games. And they've won all four of them. So what went wrong with the Bills? They were up 27 to 10 and there was like 2 minutes left in the third quarter. 
And then you had the Cook touchdown, an 81-yard run to cut the lead to 10. And then Buffalo still went 67 yards in 13 plays before Allen threw an end zone pick from the 7-yard line. They were still up 27-23 with less than a minute to go in regulation. The Bills stopped the Vikings at the goal line. And then Allen fumbled the ball away inexplicably on the quarterback sneak from the one. He just never had the ball, and he piked and fumbled, and Minnesota recovered in the end zone, and they took the lead. I know the Bills tied it. They should have never been able to tie it because the bottom line is Davis dropped the pass over on the sideline, and they didn't review it. So they got to kick the field goal and go to overtime. Minnesota kicked a field goal on their first possession. And then Allen went and threw another pick at the goal line. Patrick Peterson picked it off. And that was it. The Vikings beat him in Buffalo 33-30. It was the game of the year. Look at the last three games. Allen has thrown six picks. And he's fumbled three times. He lost one of the three fumbles. But with all those turnovers, the Bills are 1-2 and two in those games. There's no doubt the Bills have a great offense. They can score in seconds. They also have a great defense, but they got so many injuries at linebacker and in the back end in their secondary. It's just been a massive problem. A lot of people still think they're going to the Super Bowl. When you look at the playoffs, they have to be in it, right? But how about home field and a first round bye? Have they lost that in the last couple of weeks? The Bills' record in close games the last two years is 2-9. and nine. That's a problem, especially when you play really good teams. If you play good teams, you see what happens. Close game with Minnesota, they lose. You got to be impressed with Kevin O'Connell and what he's done with the Vikings. They're 8-1, and one, and now so are the Eagles. But the Vikes have won seven games in a row since a week two loss to the Eagles, and are now four and a half games clear of everyone else in the North. Four of their last eight games are against teams with winning records, but all four of those games are in Minnesota at U.S. Bank. And you got to win on the road against the Bills, so everyone knows how badass they are. The only road games they have left are division games against Green Bay, Chicago, and Detroit. One of their concerns, if you want to call it that, is like seven of their wins in the current win streak are by eight points or less. You know, whatever. They win the games. Who cares by how many? One of the keys to this team is they have such a great record, they're going to get a great playoff seed and they're going to get, like, you know, home games in the playoffs, and they've been great at home. And they have Justin Jefferson, who's an absolute freak show. No one can stop at all. He's the best receiver in the NFL now. And how about the Tennessee Titans? They're 6-3 and three now. They won again against the Broncos on Sunday, 17-10. to 10. Uh, Six and 6-3 record. Uh, they're in first place in the AFC South again. And the one thing is they're not scoring a lot of points. Their highest point total of the year is 24, and they haven't hit 20 in a game since week five. 
but their only loss since week two was a week ago in overtime when they lost in Kansas City with Malik Willis playing quarterback. And I thought they played great against the Chiefs in that game. They could have easily won that game. The Chiefs won it in overtime because of Mahomes. The Titans are one game back of the Chiefs in the race for the top AFC seed. Obviously, they would lose out on the tiebreaker because they lost to him in the regular season. And they play at Green Bay tomorrow night. Obviously, we got to keep an eye on Tannehill's ankle. It's been bad, but he was able to play through it for the most part last Sunday. The Titans still have to play the Eagles and the Chargers on the road and the Bengals and Cowboys in Nashville. I just think they're going to be a playoff team and they're going to be hard to deal with. How do you stop Derrick Henry and their defense just doesn't give up a lot? They're tough. They're in games. They hit. They're mean. They're nasty. And Henry pounds the rock down your throat. And I think Tannehill can make passes and plays happen. He's proven he can do it. He's also had issues. But who doesn't? Now, some people believe that the Packers are still in this thing. They won for the first time since October 2nd. They beat Dallas. They're 4-6 and six in the NFC. And you might think they're going to have like a late run for a wild card. I still don't see the Packers getting into the playoffs any way you slice it. How about your boy Mark Davis? He said that he's going to be patient with Josh McDaniels. He said, quote, people in today's world want instant gratification. The guys coach nine games. We're two and seven. Not the results we're looking for. But at the same time, we've lost six one score games with the ball and a chance to win at the end. Davis said, I gave him my vote of confidence when I signed him to a contract to be coach of the Raiders. That's when I gave it to him, the vote of confidence. He said, Rome wasn't built in a day. McDaniels, meanwhile, said, we are building. I have never used the word rebuilding or anything like that. It's the NFL. There's not five years to do that. There's a process that we're trying to go through, certainly slower and more painful than anybody wants it to be. McDaniel said, I'm going to control what I can control and do the best I can at my job. And part of that is continuing to think about the future and next year and what goes on beyond the next few months here. If somebody tells me that my time is done, then my time is done. They started out 0-3. After winning 2-3, of they've lost their last three uh, rough. You know, they got shut out by the Saints. That was ugly. And then they blew a 17-0 lead at the Jaguars. And then the loss Sunday to the Colts in Vegas wasn't pretty either. McDaniel said, we're not trying to do anything other than win every game. And that's what we will continue to do. I think the reality is I do understand the short-term history of this place. I was educated on it. They talked to me about it when I came here, trying to get something together that can last and sustain and win and win and win and win and win. We're not doing enough of it now. We understand that. But at the same time, that was the vision for us to try to figure out what is going to be part of the future and what isn't. And how we proceed going forward is going to impact that. When you go through change, there's some things that you're going to see initially, and then there's some things that you're going to see over time. When you have enough opportunity to make those evaluations, try to get it right eventually, that's the opportunity that we're hoping for. 
we want to have a culture and the kind of people on the team that continue to try to uphold that year after year after year in Vegas. I understand the short-term frustration. I get it. I really do. He's 13 and 24 as an NFL head coach, and he had gone 11 and 17 with the Broncos. He started going 6 and 0 with the Broncos, but has gone 7 and 24 since then. This week, they got to go to Denver to take on the Broncos at Mile High. Denver laying two and a half, 41 and a half is the number. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.